The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real, honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. We've got you covered. All right, Jamie, we've got another show and another day at Sticky Paw Studios. What's up, Travis, back there? Oh, guess what? I got my own camera today. What? What's good? Ladies, gentlemen, mostly ladies. What's going on? You know, Travis back here. He's already still a show. Slide into Travis's DM. We're going to put a little link right here. (laughs) Oh, my God. so funny. All right, Travis, you're cut off for the rest of the show now. I'm kidding. All right, guys, we got another great episode. And Jamie, how are you this morning? You look lovely today. Amazing. Thank you. I love love your shirt and Thank the color you. i try to keep up with your fashion all the time you know you're always dressed so decked out all the time and well so Aww. i just want to keep up with you so props to you all the I time i don't have so. any of my rings on so i feel a little naked yeah you're a little um naked in right? that category i mean you're naked all the time anyways and most yourself I so i don't think any rings are gonna make a difference so all right guys we're gonna <clears> jump this one because we have an amazing guest on today this guy is incredible and i'm just really super excited that he came to do our show our guest today is a concierge performance and longevity physician specializing in human optimization and regenerative medicine He's also a media expert and author of a book that he just came out about a year ago called The Thrive State, who has been on numerous radio and television shows. Battling through his own personal ups and downs in life, he has come out on top by changing the way he envisioned himself, contributing his gifts to humanity with vibrant health and vitality, a mission statement that he now shares with others around the world. Not only is he an incredible and inspiring doctor with the looks and wit to match, but he has made the decision to live a more authentic and purpose-driven life. Something that we hopefully strive for in our daily lives in order to achieve health, happiness, and success in whatever capacity that may mean to you. Please welcome Dr. Kian Vu to the show. Hey, Kian, how are you? This is a fun studio to be in. I mean, first of all, <laughs> Travis is amazing. He and is, right? This is the first podcast in-studio appearance I had where somebody comes up with a uh, box of goodies. This yeah, is really, look really at good. That. So Jamie's always really good yeah. with giving yeah, out yeah, gifts yeah. to the guests. I so saw I you that. open, and I wanted to like be like, wait, it's a spicy drink. <laughs> What'd <laughs> you think? Uh-huh. Which one did he drink? It's spicy, the, it's, the, the CBD one. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It's Kill Cliff Joe Rogan. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, that's Do you a good like one. or no? It's different. Okay. It's different, yeah. We'll, we'll see how I feel. I wanted to tell you, stop. <laughs> we need him for the show, Jimmy. Don't kill him off before we get started today, all right? Aww. So, All right, and good props to Travis. Travis, you can, yeah. you're back on air. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love you, Travis. Yeah. All right, guys, well, we got an amazing episode today. And so, Kian, first of all, thank you so much for being on our show. And hey, we're just so it. excited just to get into your whole life story. So mm-hmm. I know that you're an amazing doctor, but let people know out there exactly who you are and what you like to do. Well, who am I? Yes. Uh, I am Kian Vu. People call me Dr. V, just, just oh. for short. Got it. And I help people get in the Thrive State. So you ask, what is the Thrive State? Thrive State is really a state of being. 
It's a, a way of showing up in the world. It's an energy that you actually exude. And it reaches out to other people in the world because if you want better relationships, better sex, better business, you want to be in that thrive state because you want to be vibing in, in that uh, energy. Also, that energy goes within too because with that energy, you speak to your DNA. Mm -hmm. So you could actually control how your DNA is being expressed by living life a certain way. And if you live in the, th the thrive state, at the end of it or the end result is you have optimal health, longevity, and peak performance. Right, which is exactly mm -hmm. why I said at the beginning of all this, I feel like everyone needs, A, all three of those virtually because if you're, especially in a relationship for sure, oh, you know, absolutely. because I mean, if you're with a partner, I want my partner to be as long lasting as possible. Yeah. You know, I mean, I need that. So I need them to be in optimum health all the time. You, on the other hand, I don't know. She, she, she kills them off one at a time. You're trying to kill her guest off. She kills her, she kills her I, no, relationships off. No, 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 no. Nine lives. <laughs> right. Can, is this all in your book? That's all in the book. Yeah, I talk about... You know, it, how did I come to being, you know, this Thrive State doctor? Well, about five years ago, I wasn't so healthy. I was overweight. I was diabetic. I was hypertensive, which means I had high blood pressure. And I was on multiple prescription medications what? to be better. Me as an MD. You know, right. I got trained at UCLA, trained at the National Institutes of Health, trained at the Howard Hughes Medical Institute. And I'm not saying this to impress people. I'm right. just letting people know that even with all that training, I wasn't given the tools to actually be well and healthy. And the story goes back much, much far, farther than that. Um, I was actually a boat refugee to this country. I was born in Vietnam after the Vietnam War. And uh, my parents were actually fled, you know, forced to f flee with me mm -hmm. when I was only a couple months old on this refugee boat filled with 2,000 other refugees. We were like packed like sardines. And I was the only, only infant to survive and um, spend another three months in a Philippine refugee refugee camp and then we were sponsored to america by a catholic church and how wow. long was how long yeah. at the camp before the sponsorship happened three months wow yeah unbelievable where in the philippines uh just right outside manila bay okay, okay. yeah well, yeah well kudos to your parents first of all i mean the only infant to survive i mean and you wow, were like an infant in three i mean that's yeah that's i have a 17 month old now Crazy. and i'm thinking oh my god how do i even take her on this boat on on this journey right. so the amount of courage that uh, that my parents went through to to give me a better future. Wow, I, I look back and woo, getting a little choked yeah, up right now too. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't re realize this until you become a parent, I, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say you probably couldn't understand the the multitude of that yeah. until you Our had parent. a child of your yeah. own. Yo, exactly. I mean, and then yeah, just even like taking care of them, you're like, holy shit, and they had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. I, I, I look back and, and I ask myself, do I have enough of the cojones that my parents had going through that thing? And, you know, I didn't realize this uh, until, you know, certainly as, as I got older, but, you know, to a different level now that I have a kid. But when I came here, you would think, okay, well, you're the only kid to survive. Uh, you must feel very grateful that you're here in, in the land of the free. And that was not the case, you know. I would remember watching TV and I would see the kids on TV, I would see the families on TVs with, with the ticket fence, and I'm like, you know what? This is not how we're living. We're living in the small one-bedroom apartment. There's nine of us in here. None of this is right. My parents don't speak proper English. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being bused to a more um, affluent area for school, and I was just constantly being teased for like the stinky food my mom sent me right. to school with, for, for the holes in my hand-me-down clothes. Um, you know, go back to your home country, chinky. <laughs> I got that a lot. Uh, and yeah. I just remember, you know, I wanted to be anyone but myself. Uh, you know, I felt like I wasn't worthy in, in many ways. I felt like I was not enough. And I feel like, you know, 
uh, telling people that, you know, people could resonate. They might yes. not have yeah. been an immigrant do, or a refugee, yeah. but they re resonate. Mm -hmm. And if we walk around actually with that energy, um, some of us actually will go through life trying to uh, make themselves feel better by trying to attain things. Mm -hmm. And that was me. You know, I wanted to achieve success. I felt like I was not worthy. And so, uh, you know, when I went down um, the medicine route, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to train at the top institutions. I'm going to go to the hospital and become the top of the hospital. I'm going to make all this money, all the success. And I was just chasing, chasing, chasing. And so many of us do this. And it reminds me, I was really living out a quote from the Dalai Lama when he said what he found most interesting about humanity. He said, man because he would sacrifice his health in order to make money and then sacrifice his money to recuperate his health. And that's what happens when we don't know who we are right. and we're in the matrix and we're just living this life trying to be something or something we're not. And uh, all that stress just built up. I wasn't sleeping well, never really learned how to eat very well in medical school. Hey, I went to medical school. I didn't know how to eat very well. Um, and just had this really poor lifestyle. And like I said, how you show up in the world actually speaks to your genes. So what I was telling my genes is you're living a very stressed out life and therefore there was inflammation that was going on in my body. My immune system probably dropped and therefore I got chronic disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, and I was overweight. Okay. And when I finally said, you know what, I'm not going to live life this way anymore. I'm going to figure out how to actually be well. Uh, I was able to reverse all those things in six months. And here's the other thing. When you learn to reverse all these things, you're not only just reversing disease, but you put yourself in a position where you are vibing at a high frequency. Yeah. You mm -hmm. are just loving life. You got more energy. You're smarter. You're stronger. <laughs> and the sex is better. Everything is better <laughs> right. when, you, when you live in a state that is true to you. Well, I have a question then yeah. off of everything you just said. So I'm going yes. to backtrack. With the, I'm going to take you on this journey of what, everything you just said. So I, I hear that at a very young age for you, like you had this strength and willpower no matter what. That's already instilled in you. It's, mm. it's, it's in your being because it's just your personality. I can tell you have this amazing energy you always have, probably from a little kid. All the things that you were striving for has made you who you are today. Mm -hmm. You just didn't have the right tools and theory. I mean, yes, your tool was, I don't want to be here. I, wanted, I want this. I want this. I want this. Yeah. Could it, is it the right way? Probably not in mm -hmm. certain situations. Mm -hmm. Some people maybe say us, some people say no. no. But at the time, I guess what I'm going to ask you is that, um, were you happy through any of this time? I mean, if, I know you were achieving all this stuff, but I'm hearing like, I'm just saying with the weight and everything, like did that, was that a focal point or were you just kind of just in the space of just trying to like get to those levels that you're talking about? Does that make sense Yeah, to you? yeah. I, I thought maybe I was happy because okay. I was like, I would achieve the next thing and I'm like, man, I got right. it. But, but that that effect was very fleeting. And I'm okay. just thinking, okay, well, why am I not happy yet? Oh, I still haven't achieved that next thing yet. So you get there and you're like, okay, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Why am I still not happy? Oh, so-and-so still, still has that and, and then that person has that. So I still haven't gotten it yet. This right. is why I'm not happy, right? And the cycle just keeps repeating itself until one day you're like, oh my God, you can just run down this rabbit hole of not being fulfilled particularly if you're waiting for something on the outside to fulfill you. That's correct. And the magic of this whole you know, journey thing is recognizing that everything that you have that you want is actually within here. So it's not doing the work out here. It's actually doing the work in here. Right. And you can be successful and wealthy and, and have joy no matter what the circumstances are out there. If you train yourself to do that, boom, you're in the thrive state. How did you get in that state? Yeah. Uh, lots of struggle. Okay. Lots of struggle and falling down and, and doing a lot of personal work. You know, I've, I've worked with uh, shamans. I've worked with people in the personal development space, like really big people in the per personal development space. And, 
And, you know, you just open your eyes to more and more things. And uh, what I would say is over time, you just recognize that, oh, my God, I'm sort of living in the matrix, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? You're living in a life where other people, whether it be, you know, parents, society, culture, are dictating the rules in which, you know, the life that you should live. And you feel like if you're following those rules, you're really not following your own path. Right. And then with the struggles that, 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 that come at you, you, just, you know, every time you, you know, walk through the other side of the struggle, you find yourself a little bit more empowered and you're finding yourself, oh my God, I'm recognizing more of this matrix I'm living in. And so over time, you're just pulling yourself out of the matrix. Right. But you said, you, oh, sorry, he said something right though. You have to be aware of those moments though. And that's yeah. the hard part right there. So has it been through experience and struggle for you that got yeah. you to this point? That, absolutely. And I, I think that is going to be the, the greatest teacher. As much as sometimes I'd I love to, to, to tell people um, that waking up one day, you, you can make better choices now. They don't really, they don't really get it until mm -hmm. they get smacked in that's the face right. with something, mm -hmm. whether it be a diagnosis of cancer, whether, you know, your relationship is falling apart. Something like that, you know, uh, will wake people up. So they don't have to, you know, necessarily do that. Okay. Um, but uh, but often I find that that's the catalyst and the stimulus for people to make you know transformation occur much faster. I just had this conversation with my daughter yesterday because she <clears throat> she went to school, she got her degree, she didn't like what she was doing, and I said it's okay. You're not stuck in that profession. Right. Let's let's transition. Let's redirect and find something else. So she found something else, loved it. Yeah, that's great. But the money wasn't there. It's okay. Find something else. You have to keep trying until you get in the space where you're like, this is it, and it'll click for you. And she's mm -hmm. like, well, how do I? How do I know? And how do I get there? I can't tell you mm -hmm. how, but it's a feeling, and you'll know once you get there. But you have to just keep trying. So now she's, she passed like her insurance test and she's doing insurance. So I'm like, you just have to keep putting yourself out there and be open to the possibility. Yeah. But I don't know how to really, I, I Help think. Help in that you're saying or, or. Yeah. I, so what would, what would you well, suggest? What would I say? Yeah. Yes. I would probably say that, you know, we're just going to go through life trying to remember. I look at my 17 month year old daughter, like mm -hmm. right now she is just so present She's playing around with things. She's falling. She's getting up. And she's not making anything mean anything. And, you know, I feel like at that stage, we, we know what we like. And we, we just go after the things that, that, are, that are lighting us up and making us happy. And then as you get a little bit older, you start to live in the matrix. You start to get mm -hmm. all these messages, traumas, hurts, betrayals, things like, like that. And that puts us in, in, in this mode where... We're afraid to do things and we're all constantly in our head, you know, and in your head, you're dead. You're not really, you know, just, just, just flowing. I would probably say that throughout life as, you, as you're experiencing things, the things that just light you up, the things where just the emotions are just like, oh my God, I'm just feeling so free doing this thing. And you're not thinking about the money just yet. You know, um, I think that that should be a, a, a clue to what your your soul is telling you yeah and the more you're in that space the more you're less attached to people places money and the outcome of things you start to just vibe it in, mm -hmm. in, in a place where where people are like oh my god i want the what this person has and whatever you're doing at that point if you're helping somebody do that that's when the money's going to start coming i in. say that all the yep. time but you know? people have a hard time understanding that concept because then they go back to I can't do that. I have to pay like yeah. my rent. I have this and that. So I, I don't know how, cause well, I say like, I've never had, 
I've never had a job, yeah. yes. Because mm-hmm. any and everything I've done, I've actually loved doing and the money comes. Yeah. But to get people to that state and, and have them like understand it, I think a, a lot of people just don't have it in them. And I'm going to share something that um, <clears throat> that I think people would, would probably resonate with. Okay. Like, uh, you know, five, six years ago, I had a, had a multi-million dollar house in the, uh, over in Silver Lake that overlooked the, the Hollywood sign and, 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 and the lake. You know, I had uh, my convertible Porsche. Mm-hmm. And I realized at that stage, um, I wasn't really that happy, mm-hmm. right? And I was working my butt off to keep all this. I was just throwing tons of parties, and I just realized <laughs> I was just cleaning this house yeah. up by myself, and, I, and it felt very empty. Um, when I realized that I needed to pivot away from full-time medicine, I basically spent a lot on coaches, a lot on personal development, and I wasn't, you know, out there working. And then I moved into my parents' house, and that house actually has security bars all around the house. The yard is like like dead, and there's two liquor stores at the end of the block. And it took a long time. In that space, I was like, oh my God, like I really gave up a lot. But during that time, I also realized, my God, my identity was tied to those things. Mm-hmm. And and, and, it, and it takes a long time, you know, and I, I would feel ashamed inviting people over to my parents' place. I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't right. want to be seen in this light. Um, but when you make that pivot, when you make that shift, that's going to happen at first. And here's the thing, like, for me, I think it was a gift to make me just start to um, build my own worth, build a sense of happiness devoid of these, these outside things. And that started to change. And when I started to do more of the things I love, like being in media and doing things like that, that started to, to, to light me up. And then pretty soon now, now I'm getting sp- you know, p- paid quite a bit of money That's doing great. keynote speaking <laughs> and, and brand sponsorships and things like that. So it's going to require maybe a death of yourself you know, to a certain degree. I mean, don't get, get to the point where you, know, you can't afford good food yeah. and have shelter over your head. But, um, but devoid of that, like... Once you get to the thing that just lights you up, where you're just like feeling like you're really, really living, you know, once you get to that point, it's just going to happen. Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Do it's... you still have your down days though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where you're like, I just, I don't want to like do life today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at any point, you know, this is why it's so important to kind of, um, to build the muscle of awareness. And there's a couple points every day where I call it the five by five to thrive for five times a day, just for five minutes, I'm just breathing and I'm just noticing, um, what's actually happening right now. Okay. Because if I have a day where outside circumstances, where I let outside circumstances dictate how I feel, then I am just going to be a victim of what's happening on the outside. Which is why my morning routine is super important too. When, you know, mm-hmm. when, when I get up and I, I put myself in a state um, I dictate, hey, I'm going to control how, how I'm going to show up every single day. So if I have a down moment, I could always pause and ask myself, all right, where is this coming from? Right. Okay, is that circumstance happening? Why am I feeling so down? Is it because I'm making it mean something that, that it's not? So I have that awareness. And then, you know, in that space, I act. One is A, awareness, where I, you know, just really assess the situation C is choice where I choose how I want to show up. I choose the intention. I want to show up no matter what with love, with gratitude, with with playfulness. And then finally, from that place, I T, take action. And I take a new action. So I basically take, you know, if you're having a bad day, you're making things mean something. Yeah, right. And here's a beautiful thing. 
if you start to shift the meaning of what those things mean, it'll shift the way you feel too. Mm. And if you shift the way you feel, then all of a sudden you're a different person. So true. Yeah. I like you saying that. You're, so in other words, you're changing up the scenery. Like you're, you're recognizing you're changing up the scene, yeah. which is great. Which That's something, power. See, so this is something I like, by the way, I'm so happy you're here because it's like, Thanks. I'm listening. It's like, I feel like I always have all the tools. Like I have, I have the energy, I have the thrive, I have the ambition, I have this and that, but I get in my own, I get in my own way. And this is why when I wrote your intro, like, um, you know, whatever capacity success means to you, because yeah. um, you, your parents for A, them getting over here, living in that house, that's success to them. They, they've already have a win. Yeah. You know, um, you, you know, myself, probably same for you. Like, I love being self I like making my own way, but I, and I like having different fires in the hat. You know, I also like the fact that you're saying when someone goes, well, I have to do this, this, and this. The first thing I always tell them is like, so do the other stuff on the side and just, until you make it work. Yeah. You know, you can do successful stuff, do your job, but if you really want to chase something, you got to do it on the side. You know, make it work and do both. I mean, like, keep yourself busy in that I sense. say you don't. And well, nine times out of 10, we get in our own way. No, I understand that. But I mean the fact that <clears throat> someone who's like so hardcore objecting to the fact that they cannot leave this job, you know, they cannot do yeah. this. It's like, you can, you can yes. start on the side. You can start slowly and see how that works. And once, it's, once it gets to a point, then you can feel more confident to leave your other stuff. But some people don't have that in them like we do, you know, like for you, like you, yeah, some I, people might just be freak, fr freaked out because right. mm -hmm. of their matrix. Exactly. They mm -hmm. associate, you know, not regular work um, and not maybe a certain amount in their bank account as them freaking out. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it might take somebody like that, you know, a smaller step. You know, um, and they we, need we, that. They go, need go that. There, you know? No, it's yeah. the same as like you said. I, I appreciate the fact that you know when you knew. Like one of the things that you've said already. What I appreciate is the fact that even though you didn't know it, you but at least you went to seek out the gurus, the this and that to help you get yeah. better. You know, like so that's that's already a win for you. So mm -hmm. even though that's why I was asking you at the beginning if you were happy because of the way you look, but you made a change, and the change was you were seeking something. Yeah. But at least you followed through. That's the beauty of you. You follow through, and that's the most important things out here, guys. If you listen, you have to follow through. What Dr. Vu is saying is that if you're going to do something, do it well. And if and one thing about getting another thing too about getting um, in that state of like like depression or whatever or just sadness, I can't get out of that. I but I but I know that about me, and I don't change up the scenery. I allow myself the relish in that, and I go, you know what? Tomorrow when you wake up, it's going to be a new day. Get over it. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So once I feel that thing of going. God, I'm feeling, I call it my moodiness. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling moody. And I go, oh, well, I know I'm moody. Stay in it, you know? And I know, and but I assess and I, and I, I think about what it is, like you were saying, yeah. what to do. Mm -hmm. But I also know that when the next morning hits, I'm always in a better space because mm -hmm. I allow that, I soak it up and feel that yeah. versus trying to avoid it. That is so key. Mm -hmm. I love that too. Resistance yeah. um, will give you, um, what's, what's the word? If you try to resist it, the more okay. it's going to stick around. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So if you try to block it, right. then in your in your head, you're just like, how do I escape this? Right. Like you're putting it in a leave. box. Yeah. The, the fact that the fact that you let it just come mm -hmm. and you let those feelings just kind of sink in, and you're there, and you know that there's going to be a new day. Oh, it knocks me out, Doctor Vu. It knocks me out. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah. my god, I, <laughs> it does. But then I go, you know what? The next day, I know I'm always yeah. going to be better yeah. because I know that I'm going to at least soak it in. Why am I in this way? You know, and I wish I could be, but I want to be that person to be able to change it up. But I don't know if that's I mean, that's do gonna you, take practice. Do your funks last more than a day? No, never. That's that's, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I see some people that are literally in it yeah. for days and weeks. No, I, I. And that's difficult for me to to be around. Right. So I'm like, fuck. Every day brings like a new set of feelings. Mm -hmm. So if you can just make it through the day, the sun's coming up tomorrow, <laughs> and we choose our feelings. So to choose to stay in that space for like weeks on end. 
no, I, I have to get over myself. Yeah. Watch, I hope these people get over themselves. I know you probably are like, get over yourself. You know, like, I do over. that with my girls, yeah. you know, because having yeah. girls, sometimes they're a little moody. Mm. So I'm like, it's okay. Like, feel the feels. Tomorrow's a new day. Like, yeah. just sometimes we just need to get through that minute, that hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I voice it. I, I literally voice go. I tell people, go, oh, watch out. I'm, I'm moody right now. I go, but I'll be okay tomorrow. <laughs> And I literally tell people that because they, because once again, they, and with the energy you're talking about, yeah. it does vibrate to other people. And I, Absolutely. and people look to me all the time going, wow, your energy is so infectious. And I, and I, 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 um, I, um, love that. I, I always make sure that's a thing. That's one of my biggest strengths. And I want that to exude that way. Yeah. But when I'm moody, it just gets all sucked in. And I'm just like, I don't want to be talked to you. I don't want to be bothered. But I let people know right away because I know that I'm in a funk. Don't so. look at me. <laughs> She's probably gotten <laughs> once before as well from me. Yeah, I just know. I just let him be in his little space <laughs> so, and I rock out to my music and right. stare at him every once yeah. in a while. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by our partnership with Athletic Greens. All right, so Jamie, you know I'm a tennis pro, right? Yeah. So I'm on court up to 10 hours a day and I don't really get the nutrition and vitamins that I need throughout the day. So I've always been looking for this multivitamin that I've wanted to use and I can't find anything out there until I discovered AG1 from Athletic Greens. It has 75 to 75 vitamins and minerals and probiotic stuff in there that I need to get me energized through the day. It helps me to sleep better. It also helps me recover easier. And it's just quite frankly, good for your healthy lifestyle. And if you have a keto diet, gluten-free or dairy-free, it just works. So nice. I'm a fan of this. And it's one scoop in a cup a day, One scoop right? in a cup a day. I put it in my water bottle all the time. Do you like the way it tastes? I do like the way it tastes. Sometimes I add a little bit of apple juice, but I love it. So now for our audience out there, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dayintel. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash date intel to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Trust me, guys, you're going to love this vitamin pack. It's easy with just one scoop a day in your water and you're good to go. Love it. So you're on, you're on to something here. So, mm -hmm. so adding that on now, yeah. and, I'm, and, I'm, and we're going to get into our subject matter, but how do you put that in the medical state now? For you being the optimization thing that yeah. you do, how do you translate that into medical like so people can get that side of it as well? Well, so I want people to know here, the thing I didn't learn in medical school is actually how to be well. And I'm going to teach people basically how to become their own doctor and their own healer in, in a minute. Okay. You know, if you read the book Thrive State, there are basically seven major things, seven major areas in your life that actually speak to your DNA. Sleep, nutrition, movement, stress and emotional mastery, your thoughts, relationships, and a sense of purpose. All those things translates to biochemical changes and hormones in your body and right. um, growth factors, and they speak to your DNA. So if you can audit, if anything in your life is off, your mood is off, your sleep is off, you're, you've got a little too much weight, you know, anything in your life is off, like you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, they're all connected. You can audit your life in each one of those seven areas and address those things. And here's, here's a cool thing. If, um, if like your emotions were off, mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you sleep, if, if you just fix your sleep, all of a sudden your emotions will be better. And everything kind of is energetically connected. So if you fix one thing, the other thing is going to get better. And it'll make it a lot easier to, to, to get to those other seven things. So from a medical standpoint, most of the people that come, that work with me uh, at, at a concierge level now, 
most of them are basically burnt out CEOs, actors, or really high right. performers. Yeah. They, have, they were just like me. They have reached success and found that success didn't make them happy, but that success also made them sick. Right. And so I address those seven lifestyle factors first. And here's the thing. These things are free. So people who are out there who want to reach optimal health, longevity, and peak <laughs> performance, this stuff is free. Um, they tend to be a little bit older too. So once we get their lifestyle down, if they're still maybe a little deficient in some of their hormones, um, that's where I'll come in okay. and optimize their hormones. I'll put them on you know, these things called peptides as well, which is mm. you know, part of the anti-aging and performance space. Um, and I'll get them on right uh, supplementation. But with, with all of that together, oh my God, I mean, people are just you know, shutting off the wave. They got more energy. They got more stamina. They, they've got more oomph. So what to about life. the, you mentioned sleep and yeah. I always, um, I'm huge on my sleep. Mm -hmm. It's actually, uh, sleep and hydration mm -hmm. are my two things, but sometimes I struggle like getting to sleep, but I don't want to take anything to help mm -hmm. me sleep. Mm -hmm. And then once I get to the point where it's like two in the morning and I know I have to be up at six, that's when I'm like, mm. do I take a Tylenol PM? Like, what do I do? Why am I not sleeping? Mm. Okay. A couple things. Uh, <clears throat> what happens on, on those evenings where you, you can't fall asleep? It, I'm tired and exhausted, and I feel like right when I get in bed, I'm going to crash out and sleep so good. And then it's like two hours later, and I'm like, why am I not falling asleep? You're, you're not DM other guys and, I'll, and stuff? I'll try and um, <laughs> Is that focus. what's going on? Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I need to masturbate? No, I'm just <laughs> um, so I, I'll visualize, work on my breath, um, and then sometimes I can get, like, you know, when you, um, like work on your breath work, yeah. sometimes you feel, um, it's, it's like an elevated state where you get like goosebumps. So I'm like almost mm -hmm. there and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to fall asleep yeah. and then I'm up again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here, here's a problem with it. When you're trying to go to sleep, it brings about this anxiety. Mm -hmm. you know? okay. so, so if you can't fall asleep for a while, particularly when you're in bed, yeah. leave the bedroom. Get up. You know, get up, go outside, go into a different oh, room, okay. and then do your breathing over there. Because, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it, that's one of those things, if, if, you're, if you're trying to, to go to sleep, you bring about this anxiety, like particularly, oh my God, it's 2 o'clock, yes. yeah. I'll be up at 6 o'clock, I'm not sleeping yet, what the F, right? So it's important to leave the room and then get yourself in a relaxed state. Maybe do some journaling there, doing some breath work during that um, uh, space or reading. Or, or reading something that's not going to be, you know, extra stimulating and don't do other stimulating things necessarily <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless it relaxes you afterwards. <laughs> so, um, I love that. I would probably, you know what? Um, I think that's a wonderful idea. Maybe like get outside, um, just fill the air yeah. or, um, but getting out of the room. I think okay. that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. It's almost like, that. so you're saying the time spent lying in bed, you might as well get up and spend move it around. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause then it's yeah. like, really good ugh, I look at the clock, yeah. which I don't have clocks anywhere in my house yeah. except for like on the microwave and then my phone. And I'm like, Holy shit. It's two o'clock. Yeah. Well, I, so, I'll tell you what, right when you look, that's when, you know, it makes things worse. Cause every time you look, it's going to give you some stress, right? Yep. It's going to raise your heart rate <clears> and it's going to uh, dump a little cortisol in there and that's going to keep you up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I've been trying to do um, like sauna too at night, like that. Just sit in the sauna mm -hmm. for like twenty minutes, yeah. and then sometimes I feel like that. That okay. will. But do you um, do that before help. your bed, like before, before bed? Time? Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. I'll um, hit the gym, and my kids make fun of me. They're like, "Did you even work out?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I sat in the sauna for twenty minutes." 
<laughs> and then sometimes I'll, I'll sleep better. No, just 100%. Like I mean, saunas like are great. I mean, try to build a routine. One of the best things you can do for your sleep and actually overall health in general is to go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day, yeah, including <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. What about someone like me that's constantly traveling and in different time zones? Yeah, you just need to you know plan accordingly, okay. like how you're going to do that. And sometimes it's important to arrive maybe like a day before mm -hmm. whatever you need to do, yeah. and then also spend some time when you get back to get reacclimated and I have do. a plan. You know? We were just talking about that on another mm -hmm. podcast episode. She does that, which is good. Yeah, so. my clients mm -hmm. will <clears throat> fly me in, and I'm like. And then, so I'm going back three hours and then they want me to be up and ready to go mm -hmm. by eight. Yeah. And so I, I say, no, I said, you either need to fly me out a day before yep. or I'll be in at noon because yep. my sleep's really important to me. There you go. Yeah, if I mean, I'm going to show up. Give, give, give your boundaries. And, yes. and absolutely. They want the best of you. And so mm -hmm. they should understand. So when yeah. you don't have the time, let's say, you know, obviously if you're out or something or traveling yep. in these sense and you have to do a quick, a quick fix in that theory, um, mm -hmm. what do you do for sleep then though? You just kind of just... Put yourself to bed and just try to make it better the next night. Wait, say again. Um, let's in say what situation? Like, like let's say you just flew into town. Okay, you have an event you have to go to. Like, because mm -hmm. I know you have to, and I know you do it a lot as well, yeah. Ken. So, and but you know, you just that night's not going to be a good night's sleep. The night you're going to be up a little bit later. You can't get up. To, you know, you might want to sleep a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Do you just fix it the next night? Yeah. So at that point, I, I always try to you know get myself in 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 the zone to that time zone wherever okay. I'm flying into. Yeah. One of the things that's sometimes helpful is. Um, taking some melatonin yes. during the time, like for example, if you're gonna be flying in, like whenever it's gonna be nighttime okay. over there, you know, uh, take some melatonin at that time because normally melatonin is increased during nighttime where, wherever we're at. So that'll help your circadian rhythm okay. is taking that ahead of time to prime your body uh, to that new time zone. Okay, yeah. all right, that's a good one. You um, talk a lot about um, changing like inside oh first of all yeah. changing like inside do you still have do you currently still have diabetes no yeah, he's all what no. yeah which is great it it's could be reversed ladies and gentlemen diabetes yeah. can be reversed a lot of these chronic conditions are, are, are mainly lifestyle conditions. i i believe that so. do you have you read um joe dispenza at all oh yeah 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 i've done superhuman you know the, breaking the habit of being yourself yes. mm -hmm. that's what it is yes. when you're breaking out of the matrix you know the the habit is really the matrix, yeah. you know? You become this person, um, not consciously, you, come, you become this person because maybe you were hurt. You know, we normally take those things in a lot more when we're kids, so we become uh, something where we, we need to overcompensate for something. Like for example, when I was an immigrant, feeling not worthy and not enough, I constantly needed to, you know, achieve or, you know, get something outside of myself to feel better about mm -hmm. myself. So this, this, this successful drive was, was just trying to run away from that pain. Um, and so I needed to break that habit. Mm -hmm. You know, I needed to break those, those, the, all those rules that I put upon myself. Right. right. Um, Which is not easy because it's yeah. like, there's like layers and layers that yeah. are there. No, we're, we're constantly peeling yeah. the onion. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I find myself constantly evolving. And, you know, I mean, I'm, in a relationship that, that forces me to grow every yeah. single day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's for sure. <laughs> Are you currently in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, I'm engaged. Uh, we have a 17-month-old daughter yeah. together. Mm -hmm. I've got a beautiful bonus daughter um, as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah. All right. And it's ugly. Yeah, it's But I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then this is going to segue into the topic yeah. of choice, guys. All right, so guys, we have uh, Dr. Kian Vu on the show, Dr. Vu, as he likes to be called, and he's a great guest. Thank you for being here. This guy knows his stuff. So today's episode title is called Wait For Me, W-E-I-G-H-T. Okay, so this is about being in a relationship. How do you monitor fitness and health? 
Being in a relationship, dealing with fitness and healthy choices, getting your partner on board or making sure that they stay on the right path in order to stay, to give yourself longevity, to share a full and enriched life together. So I know being in a relationship now, you yeah. being in one, being engaged, it's a journey now. You guys are on a journey and like yeah. you, you meet someone at, at a certain time. Obviously, you know, if we met or whatever like that, we look a certain way, we feel a certain way, we, we, we do things together. But then as time goes on, like I said, everybody gets in that cycle yeah. and we kind of lose our way a little bit, yeah. whether it be gaining weight with the stress, things like that. Now your partner and you are maybe at opposite ends and you want to be able to come back and help your partner yeah. or yourself for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, so how do we how do we help people to get through this now? And I because I want people to be, if you're together, you know, we all want some sense of, longevity and, and life together, yeah. whether it be a year or two, or hopefully a little bit more. I'm, I want to try to get to at least maybe 25 or 30, somewhere down the road, <laughs> um, right. you know, but we know that life's life. So mm -hmm. what do you think on that? Well, one communication is so important mm -hmm. because not only is that, you know, one of those seven things that we talked about is relationships and, and keeping the relationship healthy, but, uh, communication is going to be key, um, to access, like letting them know what, what's on, you know, important to you and getting on the same page. So if, you know, having optimal health, peak performance and longevity is important to you. You know, I, I think it's important to share that with your partner and see mm -hmm. if they're on board, not force it upon them, right. but, but, but see if you can enroll them in wanting that too. Cause who, who wouldn't want that? Because you're better for your family. You're better for your relationships. You're better at work when, when you've got all these things. So, but it's necessary to have that conversation and to have them buy in. Right. Okay. And if they're not going to buy in for themselves first, at least, you know, they should respect that that's what you want for yourself. Yes. And then, and then come up with a plan as, as to how you can best support each other through that. Um, but, you know, and it's going to require some changes. It might require, you know, you know removing some, some foods from, yeah. from, from the kitchen together. And, I and just really lock getting mine up. Page. That's what I do. Yeah. I lock it up. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure we all do. I'm sure everybody's got the little piece of advice. I know you probably don't anymore, but I know it's like my girlfriend, you know, like super healthy doctor's on. She's like, why do you bring the junk in the house? I'm mm -hmm. like, I have my, I like my sugar and right. I like my salt, but it, it's minimal. It's not like yeah. it's like a lot. So yeah. that's okay. But I put it in a space where she can't see it. Yeah. Pretty much way up high is what mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> so, but I, but I know it's like, but we're, um, you're going off what you're saying. It's like, guys, you know, you want to be a team and that's the yeah. best thing. Communication's key. You want to be a team. And if, quite frankly, if someone kept telling me you need to do this, you need to do that for the benefit of my health, yeah. I'm listening. You know, I'm not going to deny them and be like, oh, don't tell me what to do, da, da, da. But, you know, but I also feel like you got to probably slowly acclimate them into it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I think the, the key is, and, and again, I'm learning as I go. Right. Uh, the key is really, you know, speak for yourself and your, your own feelings and don't make judgments on, on them and force them into, you know, um, you know, seeing things your way necessarily. And so I think um, you know yourself and you should, you know, have boundaries um, in, in, in keeping, you know, keeping up with your self care and, and, you know, wanting to live from a place that will serve your greatest self. And it's okay to communicate that. Right. Yeah. Right. I love that. Mm. Jamie, and how, how long have you guys been together? We've been together for about you know, three years now. Okay. Yeah. So okay. yeah, you guys are in it then. That, that's being in it. We're engaged yeah. and everything. That's we're, we're in it. Yeah. Okay. And I tell people it's, it's messy. Like, you know, <laughs> so we, we're just a year and a half in, mm -hmm. then she got pregnant, correct? Yeah. 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 We had, uh, our daughter's name is Covita. No, okay. I'm kidding. Oh, uh, no. Oh. No, her, her name is Kaya, but she was a COVID baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. No, but continue with the messy though. You yeah. said it's messy. You were going to say something. Though. Oh yeah. No, I mean, just, just today we had lunch and you know, you know, I, I got the snap from her. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it's messy because we come in and we, we could still, you know, be in that autopilot, um, matrix mode mm -hmm. and and you know we got to understand that about our partners sometimes that we we've got these habits sometimes that aren't conducive to 
to a healthy relationship mm -hmm. and just to be a little bit more aware yeah. of those things because, you know, um, our families, our environments, what we grew up in help us, you know, uh, create, you know, who we are. Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that not, not it's not the best, way. Not the best for exactly. relationships and being able to recognize that as a habit and recognizing you have a choice outside of that. And again, what's helpful is that tactical pause, like, oh, I just did this. Oh, I reacted. Right. Can I pause and like, and can I have the grace if somebody, you know, if I get snapped at, you know, it doesn't feel very good no. to be somebody's punching bag, but can I have the grace? Oh, okay. That, that's really not her. That's not, that's mm -hmm. not the real her. Right. You know, why did, why did that happen? Is there something that I did that potentially contributed to that? And if so, how can I best be there for her? Because I, I notice the worst parts of us that show up in relationships are the parts that aren't healed yet is that inner child that's, mm. that's hurt. Mm -hmm. And so can we, can we recognize that in each other right. and not, you know, not be the other inner child and have two inner children basically right. <laughs> like uh, 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 fighting against each other. Um, and so sometimes that happens. That's good because if you can see that happen and go, oh my God, we just had our inner children fight, didn't we? <laughs> right. Oh, okay. You have some awareness. See, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate oh. that you guys can do that. And that, that's a big deal of yeah. communication right there. That, that is, mm -hmm. yeah, that, yeah. but that, yeah, that's the work and, right. and it's ugly, but it's also beautiful at the same time. I call it the beautiful mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the name. That's of that. exactly what yeah. it is. Do you, um, and off of that, do you basically, um, do you guys have to record and set times? You know, like if like, cause if our life, once again, we can go on autopilot. Do you yeah. have to physically say, Hey, we need to physically take some time out. Let's put it on a date, put it on the calendar, da da da, to make it work that way. As I well. think the calendar is going to be very helpful. Okay. We, we've talked about, you know, getting things on the calendar and you know, we just forget about it. So yeah. it, yes, okay. it, it, it is very important because the things that we put in the calendar that we stick to, we're like, Oh my God, I'm so glad we mm -hmm. were intentional. But the, mm -hmm. you know, but, but the whole thing is making sure you follow through on your calendar. Right. Yeah. Okay. And what about getting um, time with your partner without the, the kids? Is that a difficult for you guys? No, we, we, <clears throat> we, we've got, uh, you know, my parents around. We also have a nanny. And so. Okay. Uh, that but, helps but, but That's lot. so important. You know, mm -hmm. just, just having time mm -hmm. for, for, for the two of you guys. For the yeah. first 20 years, that helps a lot, Kian. <laughs> I always say, you want to put your relationship to the test, have a freaking baby. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it intensifies everything. Mm. You lack in sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have, I have, just, a, I have a friend that just had a baby, and, and the whole friend group that he that this guy is in, besides me, yeah. no one else has kids. And so right. he's just, like, flipping out going... Dude, I need you, right? Because I told him from day one, I go, if you need me, just call me for anything. So he calls every now and goes, dude, what do you do in this situation? I go, just be, you know, just right. be yourself, be fine. It'll be good. You'll get through it. And so the next he goes, yeah, you're right. It was good. Because everybody thinks there's a template and there's no mm -hmm. template mm -hmm. for this, you know? And every child's different. Always So the different. way you discipline one is not going to be yeah. the way you discipline the other. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so. as long as you get a baby that sleeps through the night, yours does that? Uh, she'll get up every now and okay. then, you know, um, but I, I think... I think probably compared to some some horror stories I heard from from other people, we're in a good space. You're in a good space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, so good. And what are your um, thoughts and views on um, like COVID in general? Like that, I know he was like all shade. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to answer because I know it's um, definitely controversial with um, a lot of doctors. Mm -hmm. But what are your? Because it seems like you healthy. Um, Absolutely. The vaccine pro or. I'm pro-vaccine. Um, is it the be-all, end-all? Mm -hmm. No. Right. I think uh, some people overlook the fact that they are in so much more in control of their health than, than, they, um, than they think. You know, if you focus on these seven things, I mean, a, a lot of people are going at, hey, you know, you're not even focusing on actually, you know, having a, 
an optimal immune system, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And focusing on those seven things will give you that optimal immune system. If you are still eating like crap and you're overweight, <clears throat> that's when COVID's gonna be, you know, most uh, susceptible to yeah. you. Right. You know, um, but uh, it's going to offer a layer of protection. And yeah, there, there are some side effects associated with, with the vaccine. And I still work uh, part-time at hospital. So, you know, we were mandated to do so. Um, mm -hmm. I believe in the in vaccines. You know, our, our uh, children are vaccinated as well. But I think um, it is not, you know, again, a panacea of hey, you're vaccinated, you're all good. I mean, we're vaccinated, and I, I like to say that I was somebody who never caught COVID just just last week uh, or just a couple of weeks ago. Our, my, the entire family got COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, it hits. Yeah. Wow. Right. So even vaccinated, <clears throat> you still got COVID. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a be all end all. Right. It will offer some protection. Um, and living your life a certain way is also going to offer protection. And I think that that's probably a, a little bit more important than just, oh, okay, let's just get the vaccine and forget about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So my daughter's, um, she just got accepted into nursing school, mm -hmm. but she is not, she didn't want to get the, va yeah. the vaccine, but yeah. she has to have it to, yeah. to start nursing school. So I'm like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, out <clears throat> for certainly a lot of debate, you know, um, there's a lot of people who have gotten COVID naturally and, and they, they want to participate in things. And I think there's natural immunity. Like you're, you're, you're somewhat vaccinated yep. yeah, against she, the real she, thing, you know, she got COVID. Yeah. So that's why she's like, I just don't yeah, want there, the vaccine. Like I've already yeah. had COVID. Yeah. I mean, that's all a institutional thing. And, you know, I got to say, you know, I'm going to respect each institution for having their own but a lot of times it doesn't make sense. Right. Like why why yeah. some people mandate this and do that. I don't think, I don't believe in mandates. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. the same you know, way. I don't yeah. believe in mandates. I think people should really have the choice of yeah. what they do to their body. Uh, and I'm like, I yeah. feel what works for one isn't necessarily gonna uh, work for all. Yeah. So we have to be in charge of our own health and well-being mm -hmm. and advocate on our own behalf. Absolutely. But there's, there are institutions and people that don't necessarily respect that or right. they're not okay with that. No, so certainly. at that point, she needs to make a decision. Like, are you going to redirect career or what are you going to do? Like, I can't make that choice for you. But that's the thing. Everyone needs to make their own decision. Yeah. So, you know, that their decision is their decision. It, it should never really affect, like you said, mandating shouldn't affect the whole, us as a whole. You know, right. I feel like everybody needs to make their own choice and decisions with certain things yeah. um, as well. <clears throat> so I agree with that. Um, all right. So we're going to jump into this though, because uh, um, I want to jump in with you. So, um, from a physician side of this. Yeah. So I've recently heard some stories about some friends and, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking of optimum health, optimum peak performance mm -hmm. and regeneration, all that stuff. I agree with what you're saying about if you follow certain guidelines, you can change up the story inside of your body. Yeah. You know, as long as you follow and do things to make you better. Mm -hmm. But um, do you believe in that? <laughs> Here's a funny one, not really funny, it's serious, but I'm just laughing because it's so freaking, it's scary. Um, do you believe that when your time is up, your time is up, no matter what you do <laughs> in life, they're like, you're, you're the, in the optimum health, whatever you're doing, everything right to keep yourself in a certain way, mm -hmm. things just happen. You know, because like I just like, for instance, there's a story. Are you talking about cancer? Well, yes, cancer. And just people just like, you know, I have a friend that's recently had a stroke. You know, yeah. he's in, he was an optimum. He's only 49. Wow. Just had a stroke. He was walking and he says, I'm not feeling when I got home and fell on the floor and had a seizure. And now he had he has a stroke. So it's mm -hmm. that thing of like saying that you just don't know. We think we're doing everything right to keep ourselves in tip top shape. Yeah. If, if we're going that path, you know, I'm yeah. not saying this guy was obese, nothing like that. There are certain things that, you know, we can be doing better. But when you're trying to do everything right. Yeah. Is your time up when it's time up? You know what I mean? We definitely control the trajectory, path, and slope 
of how we age okay. based on how we show up in the world. Mm -hmm. There's no foolproof way that's going to prevent, you know, do everything right and still not get X. You are just bringing down the odds of something bad okay. happening to you. Okay. And if you don't live life that way, you're just increasing the odds that you're going to age faster and probably have some kind of chronic illness. Okay. So you're just playing with the odds. So, are, you know, do you, you know, are you someone that, that's a big gambler or not? I, I hear I, you. I, I want not to be. And, yeah. and it's, not, it's not just like, okay, well, eventually, you know, I might get, you know, some kind of disease or, you know, uh, age faster or whatever. Right now, I want to be the very best I can be. Okay. So why not want that? And that's you know? all I yeah, want to know. Yeah. That's all. That's just yeah. what I'm getting at. So absolutely, you change, you know, how you show up in the world now. Um, but you also, you know, stack the cards in your favor so that nothing bad happens. Okay. And, and that the, the, the aging process, there's so much in the longevity space that that's now, you know, able to push lifespan further than we ever thought possible. A lot. Um, so that, that part's really cool. Um, but I, I really think that, um, you know, doing everything right right now only adds to the better trajectory of you being here, not only longer, but um, more productive, more happy, more fulfilled mm -hmm. while you extend your life. Because what's the point in doing that? Yeah. Benjamin Franklin has a phrase, some people die at 25, they're just not buried until 75. <laughs> And so if you're that's someone, true. if you're yeah, someone really just, just like, oh yeah, I want anti-aging, you know, do this and that. Are you just extending the years you are buried if you forget about living a beautiful life? Mm -hmm. And so that's what okay. that's about. All right. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. And what would you say to my friend that's oh. been, that has not had sex for six years? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sex is so important for like our health and longevity and, Absolutely. and connection. Absolutely. So sex is good for your immune system. Mm -hmm. It actually rages, uh, increases IgA, which is a antibody that, um, that's, that, that's a very important antibody against, you know, infection. Um, it also increases natural, natural killer cells, which is also, um, great for immunity. Uh, it increases something called BDNF or brain derived neurotrophic factors. So, you know, it's like, you know, mir miracle grow for your brain. So you want to be more creative. You want to remember better. You want to be, um, you know, you want to, you know, get into flow better. Uh, having sex increases BDNF, which is great for the brain. It is great for your cardiovascular system, obviously. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, having, you know, sex is uh, really important. So they actually did a study comparing people who had sex three to four times a week to having sex just one time a week. And the people that, you know, had more sex were definitely had less disease and they were living longer. So it is great for your health. So why is that person not having sex for, you know? She's just not dating. Oh, okay. So, um, and now she says she's asexual. And I'm like, you're not asexual. Like, stop. <laughs> Get out of the space. And she's like, I'm having sex with myself. I'm like, it's not the same. Like, you need that, like, human interaction and connection. Oh, absolutely. But she, mm -hmm. she disagrees. Yeah. I mean. And that, she's hot. She yes, could she have sex with whoever she wants. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, yeah, certainly having it with the other person uh, increases oxytocin, which mm -hmm. you, you will not get uh, when you're having sex by yourself. See? She needs to get back on the horse. You hear that? You hear that, girl? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she needs to get back on the horse. Traps, I know you're doing just fine mm -hmm. over there, so we're not going to Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Travis is 150 years old. <laughs> yeah, Travis, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, the youthful glow is from uh, all the yeah, action. What's, you know? what's the saying in wisdom? He's well above his years in wisdom, <laughs> that's for sure. So, um, yeah, I like the fact that you, when, when adding all the layers, especially when it comes to laughter and just being the energy, like, yeah. uh, once again, like, I want to talk more about the energy factor. Yeah. So, someone who is more closed off mm -hmm. and things like that. What do you think the start of it for them is? It's just, if they're closed off, do you feel like there's um, 
um, well, I guess there's stress issues, things going on with them, you know, at that case, because we've mm-hmm. met a lot of people out in the world. They're just like, God, they just have nothing. You know, I want something from this person and they just don't have it. So I'm wondering how they can get out there and put themselves more out there. What do you suggest on that? Well, one, uh, but they seem to be good in their own space. That's so the other thing. It's kind too. of like our issue. We certainly well, have introverts true. and ex- extroverts. Okay. And are they truly happy being, you know, um, being sort of maybe perceived as more closed off to, right. to a person who's more extroverted? But if they're truly happy kind of being in that space, I'm, that, that's all good. Let yeah. them be. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm just being selfish. Yeah. You are. To be happy. We're trying to push I mean, no, the way we are on them. I know that they're happy. Yeah. I just want more just like, ah, come God. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's, 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 that's imposing our own <laughs> right. kind of uh, personality. Right. On them, right. See? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, then. All right. Well, I want to impose people. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I want more love in the world. That's all. I just want more love in the world. All right. Zakeem, so, what else do you have going on with you right now? I know you're here. You're on this little tour and everything like that as well. Um, what else is going on? What do you see in your future coming up? And, and short future, by the way. When Short future. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for, for, for people who are listening out there, I really want to uh, become, you know, basically the next version of a Dr. Oz, right? I want to use basically, you know, he, he he's, you know, running for office right now, I believe. That's right. And the, mm-hmm. the Dr. Oz show is off. So there's, there's missing a, there's a doctor a personality mm-hmm. in yep. the media space. Yeah. And so, you know, why do I think so? Uh, or why do I want to do this? Well, one, as a kid, I always wanted to do more media and entertainment. I mean, I was always like inspired by Robin Williams, Tony Robbins, but like back then I look in the TV, you have caricatures of Mickey Rooney doing like a really like nasty Asian face <laughs> or you needed to know martial arts and I didn't know any martial arts. <laughs> so, uh, but I think the world's starting to open up now. And I feel like sometimes when you, if you need to hear a message, it's always better to hear it with like a spoonful mm-hmm. of sugar. Well, not really sugar. I mean, mm-hmm. bad for you guys, sugar. But uh, media and entertainment allows people to kind of, you know, bring down their limbic system to take on information. And, you know, if you're living in the matrix, maybe you need somebody in the matrix to kind of wake you up from it. You know? Right. So I think it's a great space for you. Yeah, I, I could thanks. see that. Yeah, 100%, I do too. 100%. Yeah, you, got, you have the personality, you have the, you have the knowledge, you have it all. You got it going on, man. Yeah, I we need that. to get this guy yeah. on a show. Yeah, for sure. There you um, go. I have no doubt that. Airwaves, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Universe. No Let's put it out there. Yeah. So we're going to have a guest on uh, eventually. She's gonna, she talks about psychic powers and like mm. manifestations. Yeah. So I'm really excited about mm. that. So that you just have to, I know you put your affirmations out there in the world. No, so. absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's that energy. When you're just vibing to, to whatever you're, you're meant to vibe at, mm-hmm. Things are just going to start, you know, coming to you. Yeah. They do yeah. flow. Instead like of abundance. chasing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. You're, you're a go-getter, and I appreciate that. All right. So we are going to, guys, we have Dr. Key and Vu on our show. We're going to yes. get into our question of the day, sir, so you Ooh, get to answer our question. Right. We're going to put you in, in some more of the hot seat Woo. for you here. All right. So here's our question. Jamie and Christopher, longtime listener and just love the show content. Thank you for making my Tuesdays exciting. So I'm a single father in my 30s with an eight-year-old daughter. Haven't been in a relationship in over two years, focusing on my kid. I finally feel like I'm in a place to where I'm ready to start looking for a partner. It's been a while, and after a crazy divorce and raising my daughter, I'm definitely rusty and need to shake off that dust. I don't even know where to begin. My friends think I should get on all the dating apps, but that's like trying to find a new series to watch on Netflix. Any advice on how to slowly acclimate myself back into the scene? Mm, Okay, so uh, I would approach this in one of two ways. One, it's so important to you know, have a good idea what you're looking for, right? You know, um, and not just, you know, let things, you know, come to chance. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I want this kind of woman. I want a woman with this kind of values and go with my kids and things like that. And if you know that, it's going to make things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Having said that, 
sometimes uh, some, sometimes you, you just don't know. Right. And, and in that situation, rather than um, you know, sitting around and like, oh, what, what am I going to do? I think once you get out there, you know, after every date or encounter, ask yourself what you liked about it, mm-hmm. what you didn't like about it. And then pretty soon you'll start to kind of list down you know, you'll, you'll know what's going to be right for you and what's going to be right for your family. Because this person, you know, not only has to find somebody that's going to be good, good for him, right. but, you know, good for him means, okay, there, there's another, you know, human being that, that's in, in the scene. And so, um, and just going out there and, and trying things out, just like, you know, somebody looking for a job, you just got to go out there right. and do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right answer. But ultimately knowing what you want and not, not uh, saying yes to somebody that, that, that hasn't, you know, met those criteria just because, you know, you have a heart on the first time you see her. Right. You know? yeah. That's that's very important. All right. What do you say on this one, Jamie? Mm, I like um, I like knowing, like going into it, knowing what you want. So okay. maybe creating like a list okay. of things that um, that you know that you're looking for in a partner and your non-negotiables. So I think knowing what your non-negotiables are, especially as a single parent, is key. So I did know um, what my non-negotiables were once I. I I did start dating. And then I think just um, immersing yourself in areas that you're comfortable and you love. So if that's hiking, then getting out there and hiking that way you, the chances of meeting someone that has like interests are are greater for you. Right. Um, Those are both good answers. Yeah. So I agree with both these guys. So first of all, like I said, just, um, just give yourself like a a template of what you're looking for. And and like Jamie and doctor said, just you both, you need to get out there, just get out there, start experiencing life again. Um, You like, don't, don't go necessarily looking for it per se, but just get yourself back out into the groove of doing things. And if that doesn't work, and I like the fact that you both said, make a list, make out your criteria of what you're looking for. Um, And if that doesn't help, get help with that by seeing a matchmaker. I think that's a good answer Mm -hmm. because if you don't have the time and the efforts to do it, go see a matchmaker. They can fill in all those blanks for you, you know, and set up the dates and everything for you. So I think you'll find someone pretty soon because it sounds like you're a great dad. You're raising your own kid on your own. That's a lot to do. I couldn't do it. I could do it actually, but you it's a lot of work. It. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I think we all can do it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Dr. Vu, what else do we have going on with you? Do you want to plug anything right now? Yeah. Where can we find yes. you? Where oh, can, yeah, where can yeah. um, our listeners pick up this book? All over social media, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, at KienVuMD, K-I-E-N-V-U-U-M-D. You could find my course if you want to dive in a little bit uh, more on the Mm -hmm. course. It's at KienVu.com slash accelerator. And then you could use the coupon code podcast25 to get 25% off. Nice. I like that. All right. And then your book, is it? can we get it on Amazon? Where can we get your book? Yeah, get the book on Amazon. And if you want to just dive right in before you you wait that day or two for it to come, go to thrivestatebook.com. Put your email in there. We'll send you the first three chapters. Oh, that's oh, great. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And guys, once again, check out his Instagram stuff and any, like his TikTok. He, his reels are amazing. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's put, you will see his personality just come to life when he's telling you about all this amazing information. You know, just great stuff all the time. So I'm a big fan. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> all right, Jamie, what do you have going on? Um, not much. You guys can find me on Instagram, Jamie underscore dot Villamore. Or no, Jamie. Yep. underscore mm-hmm. Villamore. And then shout out to Howitzer. Um, thank you so much for the amazing gear All that right. you continually send us. I love that. All right, guys. And I'm going to give a shout out to Younger World Med Spa back in Los Angeles area. And uh, you can find us at Dating Intelligence on any social media. And mm-hmm. my personal is at Fetch Sport. So um, this has been an amazing show. Ian, thank you for joining the show. Hey, thanks for having guest. me. We Dr. Have you back on. thank you so much. Yeah, especially you when you get your television deal. We're super excited for that. We're going to put all that out there <laughs> yeah. for you. All right, all right guys. Another great episode today. And thank you for listening and watching. And we will see you next time.